Welcome to Vacation Buzz. My name is Mike with Freedom to Roam Travel. Here is your source for news, tips, and reviews. Well, hello and welcome to episode 13 of Vacation Buzz. Well, it's been a little while since I have actually um, recorded a podcast. And that's because I, I've tried to record and then I don't like it and I re-record and... and just keep doing that, and unfortunately, that just doesn't work. Um, trying to follow a script, trying to uh, do all that is not how I want to operate. So um, the experience you get is the experience you get. You're going to uh, hear mistakes, but I will correct them. So it's just the way it's going to be. So anyway, guys, what I want to do is talk about today the um, the return to cruising, because we're getting close. We're getting close to getting back on those ships, enjoying those tropical drinks and the sun and uh, all those fantastic cruise ports that we love. So uh, I'm going to talk about when the cruise lines are going to start returning here. Let's, let's start with Carnival. Uh, Carnival Cruise Line is actually going to be doing a staggered approach. Um, they're going to operate from Galveston, from Fort Canaveral and from Miami with the breeze, the dream, the elation, the freedom, the horizon, the magic, sensation, and vista. This all starting on August 1st. Um, then starting in September, on September 1st, the rest of the ships, minus a few others like Radiance, Legend, and Sunrise, which will be starting later. Um, now Alaska, Transatlantic, Europe, as well as the um, San Francisco sailings have all been canceled for 2020. We'll look at that um, come for you know 2020, 2021, excuse me. So uh, the other cruise line, Celebrity, um, is expected to start up August 1st. Um, I think they have one or two ships in the Caribbean. The rest are usually Alaska and Europe. So we'll wait and see what, what they're going to do with the remainder of their ships. Um, Canard Line uh, is starting up again August 1st. Disney Cruise Line will actually start on July 28th. Um, they primarily sail out of Port Canaveral. Um, they do, I believe, they have a ship on the West Coast. So we'll see how that's going to be impacted um, and see what they're going to do with those ships. Holland America, they have canceled all Alaska, Europe, Canada, New England uh, sailings. They have canceled those sailings as well as the 79-day Grand Africa voyage um, on October 3rd. When they return will probably be late in the fall because Holland America doesn't have anything in the Caribbean during the summer or during, um, you know, the early fall. What they do is they primarily cover Europe and Alaska during those times. So we'll just have to wait and see. I would imagine November probably we'll see those ships that sail out of Fort Lauderdale. Uh, Norwegian will start up on August 1st. Princess Cruise Line. Um, same situation, um, you know, their, their Caribbean cruises will actually start September 1st because they do have a ship in um, the Caribbean. They have a Caribbean princess. And then their Alaska, uh, Canada, New England, as well as Europe, sailing, Europe sailings have all been canceled. Um, uh, Australia for the sea, the majestic, the sun, and the sapphire princess. Um, everything to cancel between August 29th and September 21st. And the Japan, Japan cruises are expected, I believe, to start up in October. Um, 
then we jump down to Royal Caribbean, which is expected to start August 1st. Now, I haven't heard anything about them or Norwegian doing a staggered approach. I think Norwegian might, but Royal Caribbean, I haven't heard anything. Um, but you might see a little bit of a staggered approach for Royal Caribbean as well. Um, we'll just wait for more announcements to come out for them. Um, I do have other cruise lines. You can check out uh, freedomtoroamtravel.com slash travel underscore updates if you want to see the full list. Um, I will have that, date, that information within the show notes so you can check that out. So, you know, now that we know when we're going to return, what is it going to be like? Um, Norwegian Cruise Line has actually released some information on what their plans are on a return. Uh, the other cruise lines have not. They've kind of hinted a little bit, but we haven't heard um, any real full official announcements. So let's jump in and talk about Norwegian and what their plans are. Um, first thing, let's talk about what they're doing to the ships as well as the for the crew. Um, they're going to be installing a whole new ultra, uh, uh, a whole new filter. Excuse me. They're going to be installing all new filters. Um, they're called H13 HEPA filters. Um, these are supposed to filter out 99.99, excuse me, 90.9, of microns, 0.1 or larger. So, um, you know, it's supposed to help with the cleaner air and make things, uh, you know, a lot cleaner throughout the ship. Um, that is expected fleet wide and they're either in the middle of it or they you know they've done it i would expect by the time of august 1st they will have done that for all of their ships um they are going to be doing some additional stuff as far as the medical staff they're going to be adding some medical staff to the ships um, to make it more you know easier to get get assistance when you need it um, but they're also adding testing kits and medical supplies um, now, this will include uh, rapid diagnostic testing for COVID. Um, it's also going to include med more medical oxygen equipment, vaccinations, as well as medication to treat COVID-19. Um, and as I said, they're going to be doing some enhanced health and safety trainings um, throughout, you know, probably probably moving forward um, that will that will continue. Um, they have also created an onboard position called the public health officer. Um, they will be responsible for the oversight of all the sanitation and outbreak prevention uh, initiatives that the cruise line will be putting into place. So you'll see that you know that that probably all the cruise lines will have somebody that's responsible for that rather than just leaving it on somebody currently existing. So let's talk about what the um, a little bit of the experience. Um, how is the cruise experience going to change when it comes to um, cruising? So as far as, world, as far as Norwegian goes, this is what their plans are. Um, there's going to be temperature screenings. They're going to call they, they say it's going to be touchless temperature screenings where they're going to be checking um, checking guests at embarkation. They're going to be checking at the time you go uh, get on the ship from a port, um, as well as in the dining room and entering activity areas, um, as well as disembarkation. Then they're also going to be testing the crew 
um, throughout the day and throughout the entire cruise. So you're going to see um, the crew is going to be kept very healthy so that they're not providing it up, you know, spreading it. Um, so we'll, we'll see that now, whether or not they're going to be, how that's going to be handled, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do touchless temperature screenings. I don't know. There's so much technology that's coming out now for this. Um, it might be just walking past and they're just checking the, the, the you know, using um, heat sensors. Who knows? We'll just have to wait and see what that's going to look like. Um, but I'm interested to see. Uh, I think that'll be interesting to know what they actually do with that. Now, when you embark, you are going to go through that health screening, and they will be pulling people that are at risk uh, to do additional uh, screenings. Um, so if you are showing any kind of signs of, um, you know, a, a cough, uh, the sniffles probably, having a temperature, they're going to be doing some additional screenings. Um, it's going to be interesting because, you know, you go out in the sun, your temperature automatically goes up. So if you go out in the sun and then you go to an activity, how is that going to show? You're coming into port, you've been standing on the pier in line waiting to get on board, and it's, you know, the heat, the sun's been beating down on you. You know, how is that going to be affected? I would imagine they're taking all of this into consideration. Um, but again, you know, a lot of this is going to be more to come. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see what they actually do. So let's talk about social distancing. Now, that's going to be a big thing is that they want to make sure that people are staying um, socially distanced <laughs> throughout the throughout the cruise. Um, they're going to be adding, you know, of course you have online check-in, but that's going to be pushed a lot more and maybe even required as well as staggered embarkations. You're not going to see, um, you know, big, large groups going onto the ship at the same time. You're probably going to see much smaller groups and more spread out um, when you board. So that, and I think all the cruise lines will probably take that into, uh, into their process. You're also going to see less capacity on the ship. Um, I've heard the number 60%. I'm not sure where I got that from, to be honest, but I, you know, that sound, that would sound about right of the, about 60% of the ship being full. So if you're on a ship that holds 3000 people, it's just not going to have 3000 people. Um, you're not going to have that kind of, um, that kind of crowd. So it, that is going to be a big plus for me. <laughs> Being able to find a deck chair will be a lot easier. Um, so we'll see how that's going to, to come out. I'm looking, you know, um, to all the cruise lines to have some of these same policies. So let's talk about cleaning. Um, lastly, uh, cleaning is, of course, going to be a big part of it. That's going to be... Um, you're going to see cleaning 24 seven, uh, throughout these ships. But to give you a little idea of what they're specifically doing, um, they're actually going to be what's what they're calling HOCI fogging on uh, the staterooms as well as the public areas. And these are fogging, um, I guess machines that will actually put out a sanitizer, uh, that will clean, you know, clean the viruses out of the air sanitizer or disinfectant. From what I understand and what I've read, um, it's a natural product, so it's not anything that's dangerous to people. So it should actually be a, um, a, a big plus. One of the other things you're going to see is in the full service buffet. 
um, you're, you're, instead of going up and getting your own food, they're going to have people set at these stations to um, serve you, uh, which I, I, you know, I don't, some people are going to be bothered by that, but I don't think that bothers me at all. Um, it might increase the line a little bit, but it's also probably going to reduce the amount of food people put on their plates. So I think that's actually a good thing. Then they're going to have people uh, manning, or crew, excuse me, manning the uh, drink stations. Uh, and most likely ice cream stations and, and anything that you would normally have as self-serve where a lot of hands touching will probably have that. You're going to see more hand washing stations. Um, you know, they, Norwegian as well as Royal Caribbean always have the people singing, the washy-washy guys. Um, so I would expect that to increase. <laughs> um, and you're going to see the hand sanitizer as well as the, the hand washing stations. Um, I haven't been on Norwegian, so I don't know what their hand washing stations look like. I know on Royal Caribbean, they have added these big, they've added these sinks um, right before you go into Lido Buffet, and uh, it makes it very easy to wash your hands. I would imagine there's kind of the same thing with Norwegian. Um, I, that that's going to be a, a something you'll see a lot of uh, moving forward, probably even you know after kind of all the the. the uh, worry dies down so these are all the things that Norwegian has come up with I'll have a link um, to this information on uh, the show notes so that you can read more about it read a little bit more detail but I wanted to give you an idea of what that what that was going to look like so I would expect the crew other cruise lines to come out with some um, information within the next you know few weeks or a month or so um, about how they're going to be handling it for Royal Caribbean to Carnival to Princess Holland America, all the major cruise lines um, to decide how they're going to bring you back to cruising. Uh, what protocols, uh, what safety measures they're going to be taking, and what's going to happen. Um, you know, just to kind of talk about what my role is as an as an advisor, I'm here to provide you with the facts and tell you what is available, what they're going to be doing, and what protocols are going to be in place, what safety measures that they've they put in place. And it's up to you of whether or not you you cruise or you travel or whether you're going down, you know, up to a, a, a to the mountains or out west or going across the world. That's completely up to you. And you can make that decision. Um, I, I'm not here to tell you whether you should or should not go. I'm here to tell you what the facts are, provide you as much information as you want, and then um, you can make that educated decision. But I think it's going to be interesting to see how these cruise lines do it because you can't, you just can't severely impact the cruise experience. If you do, it's going to hurt the cruise line. It's going to hurt the crew, the the cruise industry. Um, so I think they're going to have a fine line to crawl, the, to to walk here. They've got to keep passengers and crew safe, but they also need to make sure your experience is uh, the best it possibly can be. Cruise lines have adapted to a lot of things. I don't think they've ever had to adapt to something like this. So uh, we need to give them as much um, flexibility as possible and allow them to make the decisions, make the changes, 
and it, you know I'll be on the August 1st breeze uh, sailing so I will be one of the first people to step onto a ship um, once they get started again um, I, and I'll have a report on how that goes I do expect there's some things I'm not going to like um, but I have to be flexible I chose to go on August 1st uh, of course when I chose that I didn't expect them to start on August 1st but um, We'll see how that's going to uh, how that's going to play out. I will be what I'll be doing is doing a report when I get back. Um, I'll also try to do some stuff on the on my Facebook page, um, talking about what's happening, how they're handling embarkation, how they're handling people on the ship, um, and how whatever you know, whatever policies they put in place, how that's being uh, projected out there. So. Anyway, guys. That was what I wanted to talk about today. Coming up next week, uh, I will be talking about the Carnival Sunrise. Now, this is um, a ship I sailed on back in January, so it's been a little while, but I uh, wanted to give you a review, talk about what I liked, what I didn't like, and the things that uh, I think are going to benefit you uh, if you decide you want to sail on the Sunrise. So next week, I'll be talking about the Sunrise, and if I have any more news, about the uh, other cruise lines and what they're going to, what policies they're throwing into place, I will make sure I provide that. Um, make sure you check out my blog at freeandrowntravel.com and uh, I will have that link as well within the show notes. Anyway, guys, have a wonderful week. And if you have any questions, Mike at freeandrowntravel.com. Have a great week.